Hello everybody and welcome to this week's 10 Minute Country, episode 38 with Scandinavian English musician Liv Austin. Yep, welcome to episode 38, uh, my chat with uh, Liv Austin, who's got a big show in London on Wednesday night as I record this, Wednesday the 8th of May, which is tomorrow, and uh, is releasing a double A-side single of Detour and Wholeheart on May the 17th. It says on um, Liv's bio, Liv Austin is an artist who came to London for the drama, but stayed for the music, and uh, I think that's quite a sort of a, a sweet and succinct way of uh, of summing up um, you know, uh, somebody who grew up in Norway and, and lived in Belgium and has ended up in London. Liv released the excellent uh, Moment of Your Time album last year, which uh, you know is a really intriguing album of sort of country pop rock sound. She really is at the forefront in this country of that sort of genreless music that I sense is is starting to come in. You know, she's a little bit of a, chame- a chameleon. I think a comedian then. I'm, she probably is very funny. Um, she's a little bit of a chameleon uh, in that she can do pop music really well. She can do guitar-led music, uh, rock. There's some blue stuff in there. And, um, you know, that last song on the album that she's got, um, But I Know I Love Him, is a huge sort of Barbara Streisand torch song. We've been um, big fans of Liv's for a while now at Lyric Magazine. And if you check out our website, www.lyricmagazine.co.uk, you can see um, our album review of A Moment of Your Time and um, a couple of previous interviews we've done with her as well. But uh, anyway, let's get cracking with this. And uh, here we go with today's episode, our conversation with Liv Austin. We have to hear each other now. Okay. Hello. Hi, Liv. Hi, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Nice to speak to you. Lovely to speak to you. It's been a while. <laughs> it has, it has, and uh, you know, as you know, at Lyric, we're big, we're big fans of yours. So uh, we're thrilled to be able to sort of uh, give you some, uh, give you some airtime uh, in this interesting phase that you're in at the moment. Oh, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. Thank you. No, no probs. And it's it's a big week for you with the show uh, tomorrow night, isn't it? Yeah. How's that looking? Have you got your set list all sorted? Yeah, it's going to be uh, nice and short. Um, just to kind of uh, play a few acoustic songs and then hopefully get a chance to talk to people a bit as well. Yes. Um, and uh, and uh, people having a look at the vinyl too. I'm actually picking up the vinyl today because I haven't had them in my hand yet. <laughs> I was <laughs> I'm super excited. I was just about to ask. That must be great to see. Uh, you know, you on a vinyl. Yeah, it's amazing. I mean, I've um, I've had the vinyl because we got a test pressing that we had to. Uh, to approve, so I got just like a black uh, vinyl record yes. played uh, on my record player at home. Uh, but then when we approved that, uh, my label got the finished product and they sent me some videos and photos of it. So I really want to hold it in my hand. <laughs> it's amazing. It's been a dream for ages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You'll be um, you'll have to cover cover one of the walls of your house in it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, that'd be so cool. <laughs> yeah. Maybe we couldn't do that. No, I've got I've got one of my walls of uh, our, our dining area where I've got loads of vinyls on the wall. So I'm I'm a big fan of the artwork of vinyls. Yeah, they're so decorative, aren't they? Yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I'm it... gonna have to buy like a hundred more and just do that. <laughs> <laughs> so you're releasing uh, a double A side, which is another sort of old-fashioned thing to do as well. Yes, exactly. Yeah, we kind of, uh, we were talking about the songs from the album, and uh, obviously I've done, you know, the singles that I've done, Window Shopping being the most recent one, and it's all quite, you know, I've chosen the 
more happy sounding yes. sort of up tempo <laughs> tunes <laughs> so far, which which is really lovely. I mean I love them being singles and I love people singing along to them and stuff, but I wanted to do something a bit different. And the thing about Vitor and Whole Heart is that they kind of go together. Yes. The, you know, story wise. I think that I think so that it kinda of made sense. Uh, sorry? No, I was going to say, uh, that was one of the things I've picked up on, that it's like two flip sides of the same story. Exactly, exactly. That's, yeah, you couldn't have put it better. So we're kind of just putting them flip sides of, of a record, you know, and <laughs> talking about, what, double A side? They used to be a thing. Yeah, no, well... You know, I, I, they used to be like that. I was, I was a teenager in the 80s, so I grew up on, uh, you know, A-sides, B-sides, extra tracks, vinyls and all that sort of thing. So it's great to see that coming back. Yeah, exactly. It's fun to do something a bit different. Um, and the idea is kind of to go a bit back to basics with it. And uh, I didn't just want to do, you know, oh, a, a single every month and all that sort of stuff. I yeah. just wanted to do something that was quite significant and to show that these songs mean something, you know. Yes. And so many people have kind of picked up on those two songs. Yes. And how they go together. So the so people are, you know, people are not stupid. They get it. <laughs> so it's really cool. When, when we reviewed, when I reviewed um, the album just when it came out, and uh, Detour and But I Know I Love Him were the two that really stood out for me. Oh, thank you. Well, they're very personal songs. So, uh, yeah, I think that's not, uh, I mean, it's all personal, to be fair. But yes. I think those are really just so raw and, you know, written just by me as well. So I think that people kind of, People like yourself, you pick up on on the emotion, uh, you know, when it's something that's so yes, oh, I'm very honest. <laughs> and Detour's got that sort of classic rock sound to it, which really I'm a sort of a Bon Jovi fan from the '80s, so I, I can hear sort of Richie Sambora and those Bon Jovi tones in that rock sound, and that sort of took me by surprise a little bit. Yeah, a, a lot of people have said that. You know, a lot of people listening to the album, uh, you know, a few songs on the album, they go. I was expecting, you know, a bit of pop and stuff from you and, and all that, but we weren't expecting the, the rock sound. Yeah. I really love, I mean, I'm not like a, a rock music fan in that sense, but I just love rocky guitars. Um, I mean, there's so much great rock music, and I just love kind of, especially when I get to, to perform with, with the whole band. Yes. go quite rocky live. Um, and I always had that in my head with Detour from the first moment I wrote it. Right. I, I was hearing all of that. You know, it was just very clear to me that it was going to be a, a kind of a rock song in a way, <laughs> kind of pop rock. So, uh, yeah, I love that. And I love that stuff. Does, that, does, that, does it work stripped back acoustically without the electric guitars? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, I, I've often done it at writer's rounds and stuff. Sure. People do uh, respond really well to it then. It has a very different feel because then the lyrics come out so much and it becomes a very vulnerable um sort of heartfelt song yes so i feel like it it does kind of have two lives two sort of uh, parallel lives right oh that's good that's good um yeah and the, so the album's been out a while now and uh, have you been pleased with the reaction to it I've, I've been completely blown away i mean uh the amazing reviews that i got from everyone uh, both fans and uh, and you guys, you yes. know, and um, yeah, it was just amazing because you, uh, it was a dream for me to put out an album, and uh, it took, you know, it's it so much work, and you have to kind of when you get to the end of it, uh, which for a while you think is never going to happen, then <laughs> it's the end of it, and you just have to go. I might get nothing from this, you know. I might put this out on a complete radio silence, yes, literally, <laughs> you know. Um, <laughs> But, but people just reacted so well to it. 
uh, it's had so much, you know, it's streamed so much, and uh, and I can't believe, like, you know, how many people are listening to it, and uh, the album has really changed um, just everything for me, because I really do feel like something's changed after that came out, and uh, my fan base grew quicker than it had before. Right. So, um, yeah, I couldn't have expected more, really. And are there are there any songs on there that have really surprised you that people have taken to, or are they are there, are there any songs that have sort of uh, that are your favourites that we've not picked up on as much yet? You know, how are you feeling? The songs are playing out. I think what's really fun is that I've had people mention every single song on the album. Ah, I'm not surprised. Um, yeah, different people. Yeah, as, as their favourite, and. Um, and I think, you know, you think, but I know I love him because I felt like, you know, to me, that's, that's such a personal song. Yes. And the amount of people um, who said, you know, that's a really special song and then messaged me, especially about it on social media, that kind of stuff. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, and I think even Whole Heart and Detour, I think I wasn't really expecting people to pick them out as their favourite. Right. Um, so that's really fun because, uh, you know, I write with so many different people and I've had amazing co-writers on this album, but it's... It's really special, something that comes completely from your own brain with yes. input from anyone else, and people relate to it so much. So, yeah, I think it's really cool that people have their different favourites. <laughs> and that's a sign of a good quality album as well. Yeah, I think so. I mean, I would hate to have kind of uh, tracks that people just get because they're boring, you know? Like, yeah, yeah. Every single song means something to people, <laughs> even if it's not necessarily a single uh, that's okay if it's just an album track. That's absolutely fine. But I just want it to to be something for people. So I didn't want any any dead weight. Yes. There. And it seems like people have responded well to it. And you, you mentioned co-writers. Am I right in thinking that it, I think I read somewhere where you said that you you took a while to adjust to using co-writers? Yes, that's right. Yeah. When I uh, I was writing on my own for years and years because I started writing as a teenager. Yes. And uh, when I kind of came into the, well, I kind of got sort of picked up by the country <laughs> scene a bit. Uh, people were like, oh, you should write with so-and-so. And I go, oh, I don't really do that. <laughs> like, that sounds horrible. <laughs> that sounds dreadful. Um, because to me, it's such a personal thing, writing. Yes. So the idea of, like, going into a room and going, oh, yeah, um, I've had my heart broken. So yeah. I'd really love to, to, you know, share my feelings on that. So um, to me, that took a while. Uh, but then when I started doing it, it wasn't always fun because you you click with some people and you don't with others. Sure. But then when you find the people that it's really fun with, you go, oh, it doesn't actually have to be hard work. Because yes. With with a few people, uh, you just kind of go, yeah, that's exactly what I wanted to say, and you just click and yeah. you you vibe straight away. So um, and I enjoy it now. Have you have, have you ever thought of writing songs for other people? Yes. Yeah, I have, and I do, at the moment, I'm writing quite a lot with other artists for their stuff. Right. Um, that's probably, like, my, my biggest dream, yes. actually, uh, because the songs are the most important thing to me, uh, more than actually being a singer. Yes. It's being a songwriter, uh, because there are so many amazing singers out there, much better than myself. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm writing with, uh, with a lot of artists at the moment, uh, for, uh, specifically for their projects, and that's something I want to just, much more of in the future as well. I know, I know we're a long way behind that in England, but I'm picking up, you know, people like Ben Earl and, and Tim Protty Jones, and, and you know, there's a, there's a, seems to be a, a, an increasingly flourishing writing scene emerging. Yeah, and I think that's a really uh, important part of if, if we're going to 
you know, maybe people don't necessarily uh, categorize me as country, but if, if we think of the UK country, Americana, whatever you want to call it, theme, yes. um, which is flourishing and like, uh, you know, really, really evolving now and it's amazing, but it is important that not just this, we don't just have more and more singers yes. and singer-songwriters, but we also have songwriters, producers, you know, the whole thing, because otherwise it's not really going to work, I think. So, yeah, uh, yeah I'd really love to kind of be be one of the go-tos for the people <laughs> to write because I just really enjoy it. No, I think, I think you'd be good at that and you've got that sort of cross-genre sound that a, a lot of different people, I think, would appreciate. Oh, thank you. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> do, do you feel like... I, I, was, um, I was reading an article over the weekend where somebody was putting forward the theory that we, don't, we shouldn't have pigeonholes and genres anymore because it was sort of invented for radio in the 40s and 50s. And, and I'm thinking of your music, which does span all genres. And do, you, do you sense that there's a sort of genre breakdown going on? Yeah, I think I talk to so many people who go, oh, God, I can't be bothered to talk about genres anymore because I don't even know what they are. No. Uh, you know, and I kind of feel the same because it's, uh, it is a bit of a waste of time sometimes. Yes. So it's not even just the fact that you have to fit into a genre. It's also that everyone disagrees on what actually what a genre is, because it's so subjective. <laughs> um, and, you know, it's, it's perspective and all that. So I think it is maybe a bit... I would love for it to be more, you know... I think if people like my music, if they if they hear one song and they like it, they're likely to like some of my other songs. Yes. And if the other songs are more, you know, this or that. <laughs> uh, because you connect with artists, I think, maybe more than genres. Yes. Uh, because I can say, oh, I like country music, but I can miss quite a few country singers that I would never listen to. You sure, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so, yeah, so, so I think that it is a bit of a, a kind of, it's, it's not really working anymore, especially because there's so many different ways of no. finding music other than radio. So, I, yeah. I, I can see it. My daughter is six, I mean, my daughter's 16 and she just listens, she doesn't pigeonhole herself as any one particular listener. She just listens to some country, she listens to Post Malone, she listens to pop music and she doesn't understand why I go, well, I like rock or country. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And I'm, I'm the same. Um, I mean, I, I, I feel differently about different music every day. It depends what kind of mood I'm in. Yes. What, what I'm needing and I don't go oh yeah I'm going to listen to some some country now it's just oh no I want to listen to that song or that artist yeah well and I don't really yeah. speaking of speaking of artists a few of your favourite artists have released new albums recently haven't they yes yeah, definitely. I don't have time to listen to it all. <laughs> have you managed... I mean, I know we chatted on social media about Carrie Underwood's Cry Pretty album. Did you manage to get anywhere with it? I'm still struggling. Yeah, I still want to do a little podcast chat with you about that. Yeah. <laughs> I had so many thoughts when you said your thoughts on it. It was really interesting to hear you talk about it because I understand so many other things that you were saying. Yes. Um, but I also just had... Yeah, it's for, it's for another time, but... Well, um, there you go. There's I a, love the album. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> we'll do another interview. Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do a special. Yeah, I love, love the album. <laughs> uh, I think it's, uh, it's amazing that she's co-produced it. Yes. Um, because I feel like you can hear that she has had a hand in it. and There's something about the way that she is singing um, on this uh, new album where I just feel like there's... I've always felt like she's really connected with her lyrics, but there's just that tiny bit more connection. Right. Um, and uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's full of like, 
um, it's it's quite an eclectic mix of songs. Yes. But I just, you know, I love it so much. <laughs> quite, uh... I, I I much preferred Maren Morris's album because I know you like her. Yes, I do love I do love Maren Morris. Um, I love the sound of her new album. Yes. Um, I think that maybe I just need a few listens, but I think that in terms of separate, you know, the songs separately, I feel like yes. it was going to be hard to beat Hero because every single song is right. incredible. Yeah, yeah. But the uh, production overall and, you know, her performance on it yeah. just, and some of the guitars, yeah, it, it's a very enjoyable album. <laughs> I think in terms of her songs, I think that Hero is still the strongest one right. song. And I, I saw, I think it was on Lady First website, where you said you'd love to do a, a duet with Tyler Hilton. Yes. And oh, that's such a dream. I love him. Is it, so presumably you must have liked his City on Fire album then? Yes, yeah. I do kind of like, I like that he always changes up his style. Yes. Uh, a little bit from album to album, but he still stays Tyler Hilton. You know, it's always very him. Uh, but he does seem to want to play around with... with Sounds, you know, yes. quite a lot. I did wonder whether it was because he manages to sort of merge acting and music and he's got sort of an undefinable sound. I wonder if that's how you connected. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think I feel like I understand what kind of artist he is because because he is... And I really respect it as well. He's really managed to to merge the acting and music instead of having to sort of choose, which is kind of yes. the, the dream for me as well, to be able to... to work the two together yeah 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 so yeah i really look up to him and, and how he's done that and i suppose that might come down to pigeonhole again with the media wanting to say are you an actor or are you a musician oh yeah absolutely i do find that with with people they get a bit confused they're like oh but when are you going to choose <laughs> oh. yeah <laughs> and i'm like oh i, I think i had time to do both <laughs> um, so yeah i'm never going to choose uh, i'm, I'm going to keep doing both and uh, they're both going to uh, you know kind of Obviously, one is going to take up more time than the other at every given moment. Yes. But hopefully, I'll be able to switch between the two a bit. So, so I have an acting question for you. Oh, yeah. If you, if you could choose to have been in either Game of Thrones, Line of Duty, or The Avengers, which one would you have picked? <gasps> the Avengers. Would you? <laughs> yeah, I, I, I'm so... Like, one of my dreams is to be in a blockbuster. Right. Uh, just because I think it would be absolute... Lols. I think it would be so much fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, and I just love going to the cinema and stuff. So sure. I don't actually watch Game of Thrones. Oh, okay, right. I'm one of those people. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've watched, like, three episodes, because I gave it a go at the beginning. Yeah. I'm sorry if I should say this in an interview. I'm going to, like, <laughs> it off of my fans. But um, <laughs> I watched a couple of uh, episodes, and I was like, I don't think this is for me. This is a bit hardcore. Uh, but then my best friend was in one of the episodes, so I had to watch that, of course. Oh, okay. It was incredible in it. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, that was really fun. But um, and did they did, did they for longer? Did they die or survive the episode? Um, so basically, she was um, she was one of uh, Arya's uh, like shapes that she shifted to. Oh, okay. So yeah, so she she, she it seemed like she was a waitress, but it was actually Arya. Yes. Oh, awesome. Uh, shifted. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. It was amazing to see that. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, that's why she only did the one. <laughs> and I was, I was going to ask, because uh, we moved away from music, but I was going to ask, do you, do you uh, a number of artists that I interview have definite songwriting phases and then non-songwriting phases, and I wondered whether, because you put so much effort into a moment of your time, that you, have you written much since, or are you, do you write all the time? 
So what kind of happened towards the end of uh, finishing and releasing um, A Moment of Your Time is that I definitely took time off writing yes. um, for myself because obviously all my time was going into, to, you know, mixing the album and uh, getting it out there and, you know, promoting it and all that. And that really just took over my life. Yes. Um, then as the beginning, well, as this year started, I just said, well, I'm not going to put pressure on myself to go straight into writing something new because I don't think it's going to be organic and I think I have to really just find it again. Yes. Because I don't want to keep repeating the same type of music either. I want the next thing to be different. Sure. Be reflective of who I am now because you can hear in the album, it's me and yes. what I've gone through in the last few years <laughs> and I want this next album, because there will be another one eventually, <laughs> uh, to, to reflect who, who I am now. So... Um, I started then just working with other artists, as I mentioned, like yes. them, because then it's easier for me to kind of put myself in, in the situation with an artist going, okay, what do you want to write about? What's going on in your life? Yeah, yeah. Uh, what kind of sounds are you into? Without kind of thinking about uh, what suit me. But then doing that has really kind of given me the the spark back. In oh, good, yes. Myself. So I kind of, I always kind of uh, go off one day and then write something I'll just get ideas yeah 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 so this, this one's definitely for me and I always know when I get an idea whether it is going to be a song for me or for somebody else oh okay I just get get that vibe immediately so, yes uh, so yeah I think I've ended up with like at least a handful of songs already that I want to wow and and record so that's good that's great it will, it will be a while still yeah <laughs> well the, the lyrics on a moment of your time are so so sort of cinematic and so um exhausting in, in a way that I almost wondered whether you'd got to the end and you went oh my god it's done I've said everything I need to say <laughs> <laughs> it did kind of feel like that for a little while it kind of did feel like oh wow what have I got left to say yeah yeah and life goes on you know life life stuff happens (laughs) yeah yeah and and also um I've found how cathartic it is to write about stuff that's happened to me in the past for for instance detour oh sure yeah uh, is about something that happened a very long time ago yeah um and so I'm finding that there's, there's stuff that's happened way in the past uh that I now am ready to write about Yes. Um, and so, yeah, and I think that is the reflective of who I am now as well, that I'm kind of um, going through my life and, and what's happened to me and, and writing about that. So, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, it kind of has inspired me to, to keep, keep digging. Great. No, that's good. That's good. And obviously you've got the show uh, in London tomorrow. We're going to see you at the Long Road as well. We'll be there for that in September. Yes. Um, and so what's your plans um, outside of those two events for the rest of the year? What you got on the schedule? I think I'm going to spend a lot of the year writing, uh, uh-huh. I think, uh, both for myself and for other people. Um, there will also be more shows. Yes. Um, hopefully more around the country as well, but, but most likely quite a few in London. Right. Um, and I'm, I'm hoping to do another, well, at least one other, but, you know, ideally a couple of other I'll cover you shows as well. Oh, yes. One last year and that was really really successful that looked really interesting yeah about it so yeah. <laughs> trying to take it somewhere else as well trying to take it outside of london so yes hopefully that will happen well if you i mean i know um our editor emily is based in london but we've now got writers in bristol and birmingham so uh, we'll love to get out uh, love oh. to get you out of london if you want to venture north or west yeah that would be amazing yeah. i mean i've really enjoyed uh, bristol on the sarah darling tour i'd love yes to go back there 
Um, and Birmingham as well. I played there before, so that'd be really fun. Yeah, I saw um, I saw you in Birmingham many years ago with uh, Dan uh, Dan Wharton show that he was putting on uh, up there. Oh yeah. yeah! Oh yeah, that's a while ago. Isn't yeah, it? that seems a long time ago now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's time to come back. So, uh, these writing plans—do you have any plans to head out to Nashville, or is that not part of where you want to go as a writer? Um, I think I would like to take a trip to, to Nashville again because I have quite a few friends there, and a lot of people are, you know, asking me when I'm coming back. Yes. <laughs> and uh, mainly just to be them, it would be really nice. But yeah, also to because last time I went, I didn't go to write. I just went there to to hang out with my friends. Right. Sure. So, uh, <laughs> I'd love to. I'd love to go uh, and and make it more of a writing trip because even even if I don't. Uh, necessarily do the, the sort of traditional country music yes uh, there are just so many good writers out there yeah 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 actor. and and there are people yeah, people like phil whatever. people like phil barton and those type of writers will often write with a wider range of uh, artists yes exactly yeah absolutely yeah phil is so versatile and uh there are so many people like that who just go yeah well let's just write a song it doesn't have to be this particular thing yes so, uh, it would, yeah, it would be a dream for me to to go out there and write for a week or two. So yeah, yeah. hopefully that will happen. Oh no, well fingers fingers crossed. I hope you do. Uh, look, Liv, thank you for giving us your time. I've kept you for long enough. I think this afternoon. I really appreciate you giving up uh, half an hour for us. No, it's a pleasure. It's a really, really good question. So it's fun to talk. To you. Thank you so much. <laughs> no, thank you, and good luck with the show tomorrow night. And uh, we you know we we can get some vinyl. The vinyl's going on sale on the website as well, isn't it? It's not just at the shows. Yes. Yeah, we'll be on the website as well, yeah. So uh, we'll, we'll give some promo and people can pick up their vinyls as well. Yeah, brilliant. Thank you so much. No, that's great. And, uh, you know, stay in touch because, uh, you know, we, we love your music and uh, we, we like to be involved. Thank you so much for your support. It really means a lot. Thank no, you. No problems. Have a great show tomorrow. Thank you. Bye-bye. So there you go. Liv Austin, one of the nicest people that you could spend half an hour over a lunchtime chatting to about music check out that double a side vinyl seven inch double a side vinyl it's like the glory days all over again of uh, detour and whole heart it'll be going up on her website liveaustin.com and uh, you know get one in it could be worth a fortune in the future when she becomes as big as taylor swift so not only is it a damn good piece of music but it could be a family heirloom in years to come as well Thanks for listening today to 10 Minute Country, although it's been 27 Minute Country. I've been James Dakin.